It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Welcome a Dr. Innes from at Kingsway Vet Centre. Lovely to be a bit late today, but here I am. Hey, it is what it is. We realise that traffic is a thing, and uh, you got stuck in it, unfortunately, today. So yep. it is what it is. If it you is. do have any questions for Dr. Innes about your pets, text them through 0429-985-985. And we'll get straight on to them. But uncommon issues in pets. Like we often talk about the very, very common issues, yep. but what's some of the issues that you've found here in Perth? And you're like, oh, that's rare. So the thing that we see a fair amount of times where a lot of people don't really know about is what we call the immune-mediated diseases. The, the what, what now? Immune-mediated. So uh, listeners might have heard of something called pemphigus and lupus. Ah, lupus. Okay, yeah, yeah, ticks, ticks. Yeah, yeah. So those, are, those things are things that we see. I think more commonly, um, a lot of this is brought on by uh, like sun. Um, there's a specific condition that I've only seen a recent case again where it's brought on by the sun. Um, and there, that is something we see probably overrepresented on the site than right. say what it was when we were in the UK. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. how does it present? So those conditions normally present with um, non-healing wounds, ulcers, Ugh. scratches, um, bleeding um, areas on the feet and the nose, on the lips, that Aww. sort of thing. And these dogs normally come in, some of them are actually itchy, some of them aren't itchy, but they don't make the prettiest family photos when, oh. when they've got those things. <laughs> is this the same for cats? Yeah, cats yep. get it as well, yeah. cats. In cats, we get a condition which affects the cat's mouth. Okay. Um, it's called feline stomatitis. So feline stomatitis is something that where the body starts attacking the gums oh. and they end up with very sore gums and the teeth starts decaying and they end up where we have to pull all the teeth to to help them along. So that's a, something that we also see over here. It can be brought on by viruses right. and because uh, there's lots of roaming cats, AIDS, mm. cat AIDS is a problem, cat's leukemia is an issue and we do see a lot of those cats that come in with those stomatitis which then has this virus as well. Mm. Is that getting rid of, talking about the cat's AIDS thing because, you know, the law is now in place, you can't let your cat just wander mm. off and do whatever it wants, you've got yeah. to keep that indoors. That's, yeah. only, that's only certain suburbs. Yeah, it's not all the councils. Yeah, it's not all the councils just yet. Yeah, yeah but it is coming. It's coming what everywhere. What are your thoughts on that? Well, if you think about a cat, a cat is a solitary animal. A cat likes hunting. A cat likes roaming. And a cat likes marking its territory. Now, dogs are not so much into that sort of, this is the perimeter. Mm. Yes, they can be, but cats are more like that sort of. And, and cats are nocturnal. Yeah. So cats oh. like to do that sort of thing at night, in the darkness Sneaky. of night. So I Sneaky can see, cats. you know, I heard, I heard something only last week on, on uh, was it Discovery? They said that every single year, two billion native little marsupials get killed by feral cats. Oh, what? Two, two billion? Two billion wow. per year. Okay. These are the little things that looks like rats and mice and all mm. sorts of things. Yeah. 
And it's not just feral cats, but domestic cats as well. So you agree that that cat should stay in I, I agree that the cat should get exercise. And people have built these nice enclosures. I mean, if you're a cat owner, you, mm-hmm. you have to realize your cat needs exercise and it needs mm. stimulation. But um, as a general, I think I agree that keeping your cats in, it's, yeah. it's annoying to mm-hmm. hear cats calling for each other at night. And if you look at the amount of damage these little pussy cats can cause, it's quite quite substantial mm-hmm. and unless those two billion uh, things that they're killing are all rats then I'm all for it <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is it's not just rats <laughs> it's, it's anything that looks vaguely like a rat or a mouse that gets killed and joining us on the phone it is a Kate Kate how are you going yeah I'm good thank you how are you very good, good. you got a question for the doctor yes I do hello Kate <laughs> what have you got the for stage us? is yours <laughs> Okay, um, we have actually an 18-month-old uh, lab retriever, and we actually only give him, I mean, from when he was little, we were only giving him his dog food, that's the kibble. Yeah. So I wanted to know whether we should be giving him other supplementary food. Yes, on occasions we do give him some carrot and kale mm. and other little veggies like spinach and whatever, but should we include it more often in his diet? Um, or should we just keep him to the dog food, the kibble, and we give him the Royal Canine uh, brand? So, Kate, um, mind me for saying, but the brand you've just said on the air there is a fantastic brand. It is well-renowned for good quality, human-grade ingredients, and if you feed your dog just on that food, he does not need anything else. He does not need any supplements. He does not need any uh, meat. He does not need anything else but that food. Now, what's really uh, important, though, is to, if you can, to look for a large breed food. So because these guys are large breed, they need a bit of different combinations of calcium and protein and that sort of thing. So if you, the next bag of food you buy, just keep on going with a large breed. The normal one is fine as well. It won't be a huge problem, but the best you can do is to find the large breed. You can definitely use carrots and jerky and those sort of things as treats. You can definitely use that as treats because being a Labrador, Mm. the part of their brain that asks for food is well overdeveloped. (laughs) So they tend to to always want to eat and you can fill them up with with carrots and those low-calorie things. But you can just stick him straight on that food and he can stay on that. It's more economical. It's much easier, especially in summertime with flies hanging around. And it's when you go away, you can leave the food down. You can ask the people to give that food. There's nothing wrong, especially with that type of food. I have a question along the same lines because I was the same as Kate. Uh, We were just giving our dog kibble and then, but he wouldn't eat it. So we'd put it down and then it would just stay there all day. It would take him a good 24 hours to eat it all. So now I get a little bit of like a small portion of wet food and mix it in. So then he'll actually eat the kibble too. Unless your dog is ill, there's clearly a fight for, um, for top dog here. Yeah. And dogs will play that game with you, especially if people keep on swapping and changing food, Mm. where they then think, oh, I don't have to eat this because you see this lady next to me, she actually serves me and she will bring me food, whatever my heart's desire is. So hunger is the best source. Your dog is is a creature of instinct and survival. It will not starve itself to death. 
but it will play that game pretty much to the end where you give in before they give in. Interesting. Wow. Absolutely. Leave Smart. the food down. Leave See, the food down just what? as this. Okay, so it's okay to leave, just leave the food down. Yeah. All right, it's just how long. It's not how long he's going to last. How long are you going to last? Oh, see, because I did it. No, like, she's going to crack it. It's only been the last like six months. Where I was like, oh, maybe because he was really skinny. I was like, no, oh, maybe I'll give him no. a little bit more meat. No, there's a relative, um, relative meaning of the word, word skinny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just lean. Lean. He was yeah. very lean. Although yes. he spent two weeks with my sister, came back. Not so lean. She's like, mm, I just mm, like giving naughty. him treats. Mm. Of course, and Classic. that all starts then that bad behavior <laughs> of it's like a kid. We all know if they eat their broccoli and their veggies, they'll be a good, strong kid. But this is the same with dogs. Oh. You know, they will play those little games with you. Sorry, all it's the just time. with my sister. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned earlier with Kate yeah. that you can give the dog. Did you say carrot? Did I hear that right? Mm, carrot's good. Do dogs like my dog carrots. likes cucumber. Yeah, wow. you can give any of those things, um, all the carrots, um, you can do all the green stuff, celery, that sort of thing. And you know, with dogs, it's not always about the eating and filling the stomach. A lot of it is you feeding this leader of the pack, my mm-hmm. superior is feeding me. I'm right. so grateful I'll eat out of your hand. Yeah. Right. For them, it's that interaction. It's not necessarily because they they are hungry, but in a dog's mind, especially in a Labrador's mind, that is the perception they have. I'm getting something special from this human being. I'll eat it no matter what. Hey, yeah, my dog will take everything out of my hand, but sometimes he goes over to the rug and just places it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's obviously, yeah. obviously that's another natural instinct for them. This yeah. is why dogs bury bones. Mm. They might not be feeling like it at the moment, but yeah. you know, in a few days' time, might be hungry and go and dig it up. And the same with um, if they haven't got soil or something, they'll go and put it under the sofa or under your bed. Look at that. We're learning all the things today. Mm. We got a text through. We just (laughs) want to ask you quickly. I only wanted to finish my coffee, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I will text you. Is it the same with cats? My cat will leave her food for ages before she eats it. I've just been thinking she's getting bored of it. Cats don't have, for cats, it's really important what the food smells like. Right. Not n- no matter what it tastes like. They haven't got nearly the same amount of um, taste, buds. taste buds as what we have. For them, their smell is very acute. They're not getting bored with it. They are just trying their, their luck. Trying the, yeah. Absolutely oh. trying their luck. So once again, and cats are, <coughs> dare I say, even more clever than dogs. <laughs> they, they can end up where they play that games with their owners up and about all the time. So you need to what? just put it foot down and just do it. Just I know we it. are running out of time, but what, what's the time frame? Like you mentioned that dogs will push mm. it up to the very last minute. Are we talking like a day of not eating? Easily three days. Wow. wow. Easily three days it will take for those dogs. If they're not ill, they're still drinking water, they're still playing, and they still will eat any other food, and they're not eating their own food, they are most likely just being naughty. Wow. Oh, good to know. Yes. Three day- and the cats are probably very similar? Uh, cats will, will out and hunt, go and hunt. Yeah. Of so cats will go out uh. and they'll go and... Yeah, Catch some okay. of these. All right, Dr. Innes, thank you for sticking around thank to answer you. that question. We really hoped you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Jazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.